This is Scott Jeffries, and you're listening to That Much Further West, the podcast. Welcome back into that much further west the podcast. Uh, one of our first ever like this during the COVID season. I'm Eric. Uh, you also have uh, Philly, Phil favorite with us. We've got our sound engineer, Rich Westblatt, with us, who's rocking the uh, microphone and also talking about being on this record. And we're here with Scott Jeffries, who just uh, released a new solo record called Blue. Brother, we're so happy to have you here as a part of, always a part of this family. How are you doing? Uh, you know, I say to everyone when they ask that question, under the circumstances, all right, I guess. Not so bad. <laughs> I sure wish that uh, we were all in a basement drinking whiskey together, but, you know, this will do. Yeah, Scott, Scott was talking about there needing to be scotch to do this properly, Eric, like we were at the helm, but yeah. uh, alas... 
drinking the yeah. stinky scotch that you don't want to drink. I, I swear, <laughs> if I had a pile of Lafrol here, I'd just run it over <laughs> your house and throw it in your driveway. You can have it. <laughs> I did that podcast right after I came back from Scotland and uh, you were like, hey, you want some whiskey? And I saw the Lafroy on the shelf and I was like, yeah. would it be too much to ask for some of that? You're like, please, I hate this stuff. And I came back like two years later and the same amount was left in that bottle. <laughs> and so I killed was, the bottle. <laughs> it, it was a great gift from uh, Joel from the Low Bones. And I, 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 went, I didn't want to piss it away, you know? I, I know there had to be a taste for it for somebody. It wasn't me. So you won, no. brother. It went to a good cause. Thanks, <laughs> it Joel. <really> did. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the new record. Uh, the new record. Uh, well, I wasn't really planning on this, but, um, you know, uh, about a year ago to the day, basically, all our lives changed. Um, and, you know, like, 20 years ago, almost, uh, I kind of cut my teeth as a performer uh, here playing at the Laurel Thirst open mic and kind of drifted away from the open mic scene as I started getting into bands. And, uh, and anyway, when lockdown started, uh, I got invited to the Facebook group, the open mic group, and they do this weekly songwriting challenge. And I'd never done something like that before. I usually labor over songs and I, I write like half the song really fast. And then I spend months or years trying to finish it. And, um, but you know, I had nothing else to do and nowhere else to go. And it seemed like, <laughs> Hey, this is something that'll like, keep me like looking forward and, you know, connected with people. And so I tried it and it was fun. And I was like, well, I'm just going to keep doing this for as long as I can. And, uh, you know, and I kind of learned that when you don't linger on things and when you just trust your instincts, you actually write really good songs. And so I wrote 10 of those. And then the contest shut down in the summer. Um, George Floyd had just been murdered and we paused it for a few weeks. And, uh, you know, in the meantime, I was like, well, you know, I've got like basically an album's worth of songs. And then by that time, some musician friends like our friend here, Mr. West Blatt uh, had been, had been uh, following along and I was getting a lot of good feedback on it. And I was like, do you guys want to start a band and record an album? And the rest was history.
Scott, I wanted to ask you be, before we get away from the idea, um, amazing that you would take those song prompts, right? That's what the songwriter challenge was. Uh-huh. Uh, I think the host Taylor Kingman at Laurel Thirst would throw out a, a maybe a one or two word prompt for everybody to use as a just a some sort of spark as, of inspiration. It sounds nice, but wow, 10 songs. That's really, to me, very impressive, very remarkable. I'm wondering what you really tapped into to kind of stay on track and, and keep that inspiration. Were there well, some tricks to it? Um, well, I mean, honestly, the prompts were hugely helpful because you get the prompt and it gets you thinking, what is this song about? Um, you know, I think that it's easier for me to write music than lyrics, or I should say, you know, I, I come up with good ideas for lines, but I never finish the entire song. And then, you know, there's always a verse in the song where I'm like, I don't really like those words, but that's what I came up with. Uh, and so I just, you know, I just labor over them and I don't finish them, but it was having those prompts and just having nothing else to do and being like, this is what I'm doing this week as I'm writing this song. And you don't have time to doubt yourself or criticize. You just go, okay, here's the first idea I have. Let's build on this. And you just keep turning it over and over again. And then you have to post the video on Sunday. And so if you don't post the video that week, everyone knows you didn't finish your song that week. So it's that <laughs> like public accountability. And, uh, you know, so, some weeks I went down there and I was like, the song isn't really finished, but I'm just going to hit record and see what comes out. And uh, it was, it was I, like I said, I've never done something like that before. And it was really gratifying to know that I can just write on cue like that. What more inspiration do you need than like, basically like the, something that's, you know, turned our lives more upside down than anything else we've ever experienced. I mean, it was like, there was just a wealth of things to write about because you're just living this, um, you know, when you kind of get like I do and you kind of, you know, I used to write really like angsty, artsy stuff in my teens and twenties. And then, you know, now I'm like a 40 year old middle-class <laughs> office worker. Like what I'm like, I, you can't write country songs about like, I've got a good job and a retirement plan and I've been married for 10 years. And like, <laughs> that's not country songs, you know? So now like, Hey, the whole world is crashing down around us. That's country songs. Alone with my thoughts and prayers don't help. I don't want to be here all by myself. Stairs, I'd ask what the hell he's been doing. 
And so tell me about recruiting this band you kind of got together to help you with this. Well, Rich had been uh, following along for, uh, for a good part of that. And so I'd already had some conversations with him about, hey, do you want to like maybe do something with these? And, um, you know, Rich had played in bands with Chris Palmer, the drummer. And, um, you know, I, he, he was also a uh, very short-lived drummer in Stars of Cascadia. He, uh, he spontaneously combusted. Uh, so, but, you know, I knew him from Hoots and stuff and, and, you know, we were good buddies. And so he was kind of a natural choice. And, um, and then we were like, we need a bass player. It was like Hillary Haynes. He's bass player for Matt Lindley's new band, uh, The Misbehaviors. And he's just an incredible bass player. And I was like, we need someone on short notice to drop in here. What do you think he's doing? Probably nothing. Gave him a call and he played with us like three times and made the record. And that was it. And by the way, Hillary's bass work on this record. Oh my God. Holy shit. It was the, it was the glue that tied this all together. It really it was, was. so good. Just completely like, there are still some moments on the record that are, are you know, I get shivers because I'm like that, that contribution of Hillary was like just nuggets right on the money. So yeah, there's, there's parts of the album when I listen to them, uh, where like I kind of play the air bass when he does this really cool run. He's got all these great runs all over the album. There's no such thing as a birthright, but life is not a fair fight. Some are born on the home stretch while others wait for the gun. No matter how hard they run. We watch the revolution such thing as a birthright but life is not a fair fight some are born on the home stretch while others wait for the gun won't matter how hard they run we suddenly have realized that we cannot live without the bottom rung we've stepped on and stole such thing as a birthright but life is not a fair fight some are born on the home stretch while others wait for the gun won't matter how hard they run
no such thing as a birthright But life is not a fair fight Some are born on the home stretch While others wait for the gun There's no such thing as a birthright But life is not a fair fight Some are born on the home stretch While others wait for the gun Won't matter how hard they is already Also had a couple little extra side players too. Brian Dost did some pedal for you. Always, yeah. And uh, and Nick Foltz. Nick Foltz. I thought he played football. <laughs> uh, he helped out on the old electric piano for you guys as well. Yeah, it was great. He he came over and built me a fence and put an electric <laughs> piano on a song, and I gave him some money and some beer. It was uh, you know, it's a nice full service. Stage. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Rich played some uh, awfully tasty stuff on there. Well done, Richard. Thank you very much. Take yeah, a bow. I, it was really fun. I haven't had the opportunity to be a sideman. Literally, I'd never done it in Portland. The first, the last time I did that was when I was still living in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and uh, before I moved to Portland. And I loved it then. And when I moved out here, I was really intent on learning the songwriting craft and you know, doing my own thing and fronting, fronting my own projects and whatnot. And uh, in any case, this was a delightful diversion and I was just able to keef the shit out of it. <laughs> There's a lot of keef. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I gotta say, I didn't know he had it in him. I mean, I, cause I knew you as a songwriter and as a singer and you know, it hoots you get up there and you strum your guitar and you sing and I've never seen you play lead guitar. And when we were talking about making this record i was like okay cool but who's gonna play lead and he was like i will I like really <laughs> and then he showed up and he just like played all these tasty licks and i was like where have those been hiding <laughs> no he's got them no it's true <laughs> i we've talked about this for a while like you know we, we've talked about rich i don't know if it's been like to your face or behind your face but <laughs> we've thought you you could be a great lead in a band you've got those chops dude for real well, finally got a chance to air it out a little bit. Yeah, um, that's awesome. And I'm really, really, gosh, just so, every time I listen to the record, I'm like so pleased with how that stuff turned out. I mean, it's it's just everything. We did go back and forth quite a lot in the mixing process. Um, lots and lots of notes back and forth and lots of iterations and really less compression. No, really less compression. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, it just, it turned out so, so well. I mean, I, it turned out way better than I, th I thought it was gonna be good, but when we were starting, but when we actually got the thing done, it was like, oh man, this is, uh, 
been really, really fun and really, really cool.
picture of the cover taken. That was in the studio. That was in okay. the studio. So we, we, we recorded it socially distant or as much as we could. So sure. everybody wore masks all day long. And the, the other three guys were in the big main tracking room in like opposite corners. And I was in the isolation booth so I could see him through the window. So Rich um, took a picture through the window. I took a picture out the window from inside the booth and then we kind of layered them together. So you kind of you, you kind of see everybody, but you don't see anybody. Where was this done, Scotty? Uh, this was at Toad House Recording. Um, my old buddy, Adam Pike, one of my oldest friends in this town, uh, used to be the sound guy at Ash Street Saloon for many, many years, which if you're like me, that was the first place <laughs> your band ever played because that open mic yeah. was like, if you, if you called ahead, you got the first slot and you got to go up on this giant stage with this amazing sound system and play for half an hour with your band. And so that was the first place I ever played with a band here. And he was a sound guy that night. And this was probably 2005, maybe. And um, yeah, he, uh, he's like the touring sound guy with Red Fang. He's like, he's like a rock and roll guy. Um, but we just go way back and he's made a bunch of records for me and he, he mixed the last Stars of Cascadia album. And I was just like, who would be a cool guy to make a really quick record with? And so I called him up and he was into it and we did right it. Right on.
I was just going to ask Scott if he has any uh, ambition about playing these songs with this band out. Absolutely. Yeah, we it's it's all kind of up in the air right now. I mean, honestly, there's just not many places to play at this point in time. Um, we're hoping to do something at the Alberta Street Pub. We've been in contact with them, but, you know, they're pretty much the only game in town. And so, you know, everyone wants to play there. So we've got some yeah. back and forth. We're trying to find a date that'll work. And um, but, you know, we're also kind of still trying to be cautious and, you know, we're all sort of reluctantly gung-ho about playing because it's like still feels a little too soon but you know i'll be you know the outdoor concerts they have a good setup there feels pretty safe there but you know we're all just kind of still figuring out where where, where the line is these days and yeah what feels gonna, right and what doesn't and it's just, just like when we transitioned to this with people that thought it was real and not real and then we all got a little tighter it's going to go the same way Right. I think there now people are going to be like, I got my shots, don't need my mask, here's my card. Well, it's not how it works, right? So, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'll feel better. Transition period into that. So, yeah, I'll feel better when more people are vaccinated. But it's you know, it's kind of a dual thing. Like, first of all, we have to have band practice. So, you know, do I want to have people in my house? And then, <laughs> do I want to be the reason that a whole bunch of people get together in the same place to watch us play and? us be on stage and I'll be singing without a mask. And so I'm just, you know, spraying my particles everywhere. <laughs> so it's kind of, everyone's just trying to make the best decisions they can. And well, some people are trying to make the best decisions they can. Yeah, <laughs> Honestly, I've, I've been to um, Alberta street for a couple of shows now. And I have to say that as far as these things go, I can't imagine a more safe way to mm -hmm. do it. I mean, it is outdoors. Everything is distanced as much as it can be, you know, aside from the people you're actually sitting at the table with. It's all an exercise in patience right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, you know, there's going to be a fire hose at some point when everything opens back up. So it's going to be all live music all the time. And I'm going to go to every single show for about a month until I get sick of it. And then... Awesome. <laughs> Thing you knew we both had grown
listen, Scott, I appreciate you coming on with us and uh, spend a little time telling us about the record. It's really a, a, a great, great, uh, great work. A lot of fun, great listen. And, and uh, it's been really interesting to see you pull it together. So congratulations on that. Thanks a lot, Philly. Well, Scotty, we appreciate it. Thanks for being here, Rich, of course, as always. But uh, uh, one thing I want to say to you, Scott, uh, I, I keep getting excited about the music that's going to come out of this. I think it's going to be amazing. Uh, I, I know people are doing Zoom shows or you know, video concerts, but I know people are writing. And I know there's going to, just going to be a bluster of songs after this that we're all going to get to be a part of. And I feel like right now you're the first stuff I'm hearing, right? Uh, so uh, love the record, buddy. You guys did a great job. Uh, a lot of powerful words in there. And uh, yeah, find that live gig. We'll all come out and see you as soon as we can. Awesome. All right. Thank, thanks a lot. Really appreciate that. All right, dudes. We'll catch up with you soon. All right. Hope thanks to see you guys. In, in real Thank space. You're on that much further west the podcast.